grand afternoon, my beautiful people. Thank you so much for tuning in with me here on my podcast, I Come in Peace. Um, Today, we're going to be talking about truthfulness. And I got this concept from my Chakra Wisdom card deck. I don't know if you guys are familiar with chakras, but they're energy systems that are with our, they're in our body. And their alignment and correlation and effectiveness has a profound effect on how we move, how we think, uh, how we experience reality. So the fifth chakra is the throat chakra. And I'll actually be going into all of these things in depth and along with the uh, astrological background, set up everything about this concept and all other things as well on my Patreon. Stay tuned for more details to follow. Um, but yes, the card reads, I am truthful and honest with myself. I aim to overcome any fears about speaking my truth, and I speak in a loving, considerate way. My personal empowerment comes from telling the truth and letting others know who I am. Others will be positively uplifted when they hear my truth, and I take care not to exaggerate in order to impress them. I am careful not to let my mind mislead me and in in turn others. I avoid gossiping and speaking negatively of others. I think this is such a profound message and I think that it's um, I feel like it was specifically for me during this time, because even as I was capturing and recording this episode, I found myself starting over a few times, which I normally I don't do. I've, I had gotten out of the habit of being very critical on just minute mistakes. But I found myself restarting and deleting, you know, the my entries when I was coming in. I didn't like the, you know, different things about it. And I said, well, let me stop and observe where where is this coming from? And y'all, our mind is so powerful. It's so profound. Anytime you are in this this state of change, and I feel like throughout our lives, different periods and times in our lives, we go through this state of just, we transform. We become awakened to things that we were currently blind to. We just transition and we step into a newer, uh, a new version or energy of ourselves and I feel like I'm there. You know, I just had a, a birthday and I've come to so many realizations. I've come to so many just observations about myself and how I'm wired and how I think and all these things. So um, every time I experience something as such, like where I am being critical of myself, I have to stop and go back and trace the root of that. And in order to change Anything that's been programmed, embedded into your subconscious mind, you have to first, you know, admit it. You have to be aware of it. More so, I think, than admitting it is becoming aware of it. And a part of awareness is accepting it, accepting it as such, because you can be aware of something and not accept it. So it's not effective, right? But we need to honor and observe and become aware that we have these habits, these programming, these things are embedded into our psyche, our subconscious mind that cause us to be on autopilot to where we don't even recognize what we're doing, our behaviors, our reactions to things until you start becoming self-aware. You start to really acknowledge these things, especially if you want to change them. So I'm at a point in my life where I'm doing that. I'm under the fact that who I've been up until now is a collection of my background, a collection of my experiences from things that I've seen, habits that I've formulated um, that I wasn't very much conscious of. And so a lot of things, my way of thinking, even the fact that I am empathetic comes from 
trauma responses. It comes from things that shook up our psyche or kind of broke our consciousness that made us operate in this fear state of being. And so when I recognize that being empathic is tied to my need to people, please, it's tied to my validation in people by saying that I have to feel what you feel in order for you to to understand you so I can understand myself. That's a trauma response. And that's what I've been doing, especially anytime you do anything that you do not want to do, that, you know, inside of you, it comes up and you say, no, you don't want to do it. But you do it anyway because you want to please people. You want people to be happy with you. You want people to like you because you're doing nice things to them. Again, as I talked about in a, a previous episode, this is a form of manipulation. It is very complex and deeply rooted in a need that we did not have fulfilled when we were children, that need for the basic need of on the hierarchy. Um, you know, of just basic human rights and needs is safety and security. And if you grew up in a home where you did not feel safe or secure, you did not have your units there, both your parents, um, most of the time we see this. Not to say that people who don't have both their parents and they had someone who filled in, you know, again, that's a unit. But broken homes and things like that, children who have had that, not had that stability growing up. You may have these type of issues or you may identify with being empathic because that's the psychological uh, birth of it. That's how it's that's how we interpret it and understand it. That's what it is. You know, people pleasing. So I had to understand that it was becoming a burden and a chore among myself because it became exhausting to try to one do all of these things for all of the people around me. And, you know, and still trying to do it for myself. And I was neglecting myself, not being able to do the, um, you know, do it all for everybody. So I sacrificed myself to make other people feel safe, send, you know, secure, comfortable. And again, it was at the sacrifice of my own. So I had to learn to change that because it started draining me energetically. It started physically affecting me. So I had to change that fact about myself. And that comes with observation. And so uh, I began to observe just my motives and my actions and my reactions. And then I started to recognize that I was expecting those around me to give me what I was giving them. And any time that they did not give me that, it was a problem that would <laughs> look like passive aggressiveness. So my mood would change extremely. You know, my actions would change. I would intentionally pull back and I do things, you know, and once I clean up and make sure everything's in order or fix food or fix everybody's plate and make sure everything was right and get everybody's clothes ready for the next day, I stopped. I just stopped doing it. And I didn't stop doing it because I needed to, you know, hold everybody accountable to to that point of accountability. So meaning like when I have for my children, you know, up until for their age, what can they be accountable for? What can they take care of on their own? And that's perfectly fine. And it should be that way, especially when you're dealing with children, because they need to have some sense of selfness and responsibility. So but I was not doing it for that. I was doing it because I wasn't getting what I needed. Again, this is a form of manipulation. And it will leave you feeling stuck. It will leave you feeling drained and empty at the end of the day because people cannot feel that void in you that you are trying to make them feel by giving them what you feel like you need instead of you giving it to yourself. You have to nourish yourself first. You have to pour into yourself. You have to love yourself, every part of you. The good, the bad, the ugly, the unwanted. We're not all of any one thing. We are aspects of, of so many different energies, entities even. 
we're a collection of personalities. We're not just one thing, just one person, one personality. No, and you notice to be factual when you go into your workplace and you're a different person. You even talk different. You walk different. You dress different. From when you just go out and you're at home with your family and you feel comfortable. And you take your wig off or your, <laughs> you know, you're just different there. You talk different. You're more relaxed. It's home. And it's different when you get around certain friends. You talk different. You react different. Those are different. That's not being fake or, or changing who you are. You are all, you're more than just one thing. And that's how you communicate and correlate with people and how y'all understand each other. Because you do have that ability to come together and connect where you're still being you, but you can integrate in the energy where the both of you come together and create a soul tribe or they create compatibility. They create this union between the two that you don't have with anybody else. And that's something special and rare nowadays because people do not know how to be truthful. They don't know how to, one, speak their truthfulness. So saying what you want, being vulnerable, being open, saying what you need. Even if in this now, in this state, if I'm saying these things and it's coming from a place to where I'm not whole within myself, just me saying it and hearing myself say it out loud in that moment, if you really want to change and you really would be want to, you want to become aware of the things that you're doing that's not causing you any growth, then you will honor the fact that right now in this moment when I hear myself speak the truth how I feel, you're not giving me what I want or what I need right now. You're not giving me attention. I need and I want your attention. You can hear it and you see and you can hear. You observe yourself objectively. So you were, it's kind of like you have to step outside of yourself and observe yourself you know, objectively from, a, from the viewpoint of like you're not yourself, like you're somebody else. To see that there's a child is operating in you that needs to be healed too, that need that does need to be loved. But you have to teach this child, as with any child, what true love is, what real, authentic, raw, unconditional love is. And the only way you can do that for your inner child is for you to give it to yourself. So when you give it to yourself, you're giving it to her. You're giving it to him. You're healing that inner child, those wounds within you. You're bathing them. You're treating them. You're honoring and acknowledging them. It's okay because how you were in the past, it may not even, most of the time, it's not your baggage. They're not your wounds. Do you not know that genetically we carry these wounds, the energy, the thoughts, the emotions that came out from our ancestors that were unresolved? We hold those and we carry those in our wounds and in our flesh and in our blood. It's in us. You have to understand and become aware of what we are and who we are and, and what operates through us. You have control over that. But you got to start being intentional and taking control over your life. And that starts by taking control of your thoughts. Because the thoughts are things. They literally create your world around you everything starts with the thought nothing can enter this realm without first beginning to start from a thought or being birthed from a thought nothing that ever is that ever was that ever will be does not first start in your mind think about it you gotta get your mind right you gotta get your mind right and you can't get your mind right if it's full of energy and air from those that they're not even here anymore 
and they're operating through you. And that's the same goes for not people that just that you're connected to genetically, because we all have something in us that's similar. So when you get around people and they have the power to persuade you or manipulate you, there's something in them, that energy that correlates with what you're used to or what's in you, because that's what you are keeping there because you don't want to dig deep and find out what it is because you think it may be a snake. You think if you keep digging, digging so deep enough to find who you truly are, you'll lift up that rock and you may not like what you see. Other people may not like what they see. But guess what is who you are. And just because you've heard things about the snake that are bad and negative, if you did your research and you really knew your background and your roots, you know that nothing even matters at all because those things are not true. Those things do not have to be set in concrete. They do not have to be your perception of the snake. Again, you don't have to fear the snake. You can sense and be aware and have common sense that it's dangerous to encounter a snake without being, you know, in, in certain contexts or certain settings or without being properly trained. But that does not mean that you have to fear the snake. The snake is just a snake. And the snake is responding to what has been embedded in it, what has been planted in it, what has been programmed in it. It doesn't have the, insu- the influences of others around it. It just is what it is. So if you get too close, no matter if you're a good person or not, if you've been feeding that snake, if you've been taking care of it, if you do something that it goes against the lifeline of the snake or it threatens its survival or it's just its existence, it will bite you. It's going to protect, self-protect, self-reservation, self-preservation. It's dog eat dog do or die if i don't do i will die and it's that serious in a sense for us but we don't look at it that way because we have that personality injection we have free will right we don't just operate off of our instinctual drives anymore but most of us don't it's, it's really not um you know humane to do so but if you think about it from that and you start being truthful and being true to who you are You will find who you were always supposed to be. And you will find out that everything you experienced and everything you went through, every lesson, every disappointment, every painful moment, every tear, every joyous moment, every every ounce of excitement that was released in you, it was all strategic and methodically laid out in that very way so you could always have everything you needed in order to find yourself because that's what it's all about. It's a journey, a self-journey to you finding you. It's a game. It is. You can look at it and take that how you want. But if you look at it from a conceptual standpoint, a matter of fact, life is a game. You come in, you know nothing, but you know everything. You have to depend on other people. But the crazy thing about it is how the cycle of life goes. You're dependent upon your upon your parents or the people who raise you. And then eventually, as time goes on, it will all it will come to the full circle to where you may take care of those who took care of you. That's the circle of life. It's the cycle of life. It's all cyclic. Or cyclic. (laughs) Tomato, tomato. 
but think about it in this way. Learn what peace you are. Learn your purpose. Learn your weaknesses. Learn your strengths. And start playing. Have fun with it. And that's why I say it and use the analogy of a game. Because, again, that's what it is. You have to learn. There's different levels. There's different strategies. There's different rules. Same thing. But don't take the aspect of enjoyment, excitement, fun, life out of it. Because that's what it is. It's the game of life. How are you playing it? You playing it stuck, stagnant? Stagnant, worried, confused, discombobulated over things that you have no control over? Why? It's 2021. There's almost nothing that's impossible. There's almost nothing that you can go out there and can't say that you want to be or you identify with and that you are. And that, yeah, you're going to always face judgment, but you got some people who are more accepting of anything nowadays. You can literally be and be. And express yourself exactly how you are if you fear not judgment and you are truthful without knowing yourself first, but the people around you. Because maybe, just maybe, sometimes things don't go right in your relationships because you are not being true to who you are. And something in that person sense that you're not being authentic, so it gets to reside there. No, it can feed off of a pseudo type. Maybe if you made room to be who you are, the people around you could have the space to do the same. And I'm going to end it there. I just think that that's something that we can all sit with, consume, let it marinate. And if it resonates, it resonates. If it doesn't, take what you take, what's for you at this moment, and leave the rest. Maybe a later time, a different date. But I, I just want you all to go out and be great, be blissful. Just continue to grow and get better because some things are just happening. I can feel it and I really believe it in my heart that we're going to come back together, us, our people, just humanity, and really start to experience and bliss and be and enjoy this beautiful, magnificent world. I just feel those times are coming. Like people are waking up to who we are and what we are in our power, and I think it's so beautiful. I think it's so beautiful. But again, this has been unique here on I Come in Peace. Thank you so much for taking the time out of your day to spend and come and be in peace with me, unique. Um, Until next time, be great, create an amazing reality. Thank you. (laughs)